welcome back to 2000 and late. Um, welcome. Welcome. A month later. Um, but they don't know. Well, they do now. Well, they um, do because they will know because the last episode will be so outdated. <laughs> but this is a 2000s pop culture podcast, so it was. It was. It isn't is. it all outdated? I will really? say. Um, ba- I just want to backtrack as well because we talked about Amanda Bynes last week. I saw a video of Amanda Bynes this morning, and it did you? Yes, I saw a TikTok of Amanda Bynes this morning, and it was like the longest pause of a video, and her just going. Does anyone else use Instagram to get back their ex? Let me know. She uses social media for all different things. And Let me tell like, you that. Up, okay. Sliding into Drake's update. sliding into Drake's DMs. Sli- did she ever slide or did back. she just poke? That's very true. She She just did the tweet. She, she did didn't tweet. do the chat. I take it back. But she <laughs> does use social media for she does. all things relationships. Yeah. But because it's been a month since we've seen each other, I made a list of everything that's happened. <laughs> Since that, I think I missed a couple things, but here is a collection of what has happened since we recorded recorded our episode. Yeah. Also, to clarify, for the listeners, we have only seen each other once <laughs> since we last recorded. It's true. And that time that we saw each other is relevant to today's topic. Yeah. So, so yeah. it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's happened since the last episode? Wizards of Waverly Place has been rebooted. There are 10-year-olds in Sephora and it's not good apparently. There was a Jewish tunnel under New York. Uh, there was a Stanley Cup stampede. Renee Rapp is now a lesbian. Jacob Elordi did beat up a Kiss FM producer. Thank Amen. you, God. Yes, thank uh, you. Trisha is having another royal. Uh, Vanderpump Rules is back. Usher's Super Bowl performance is announced. Andre from Victorious won a Grammy and people are arguing. Did you see the TikTok I sent you about that? No. I sent you a TikTok about it like two days ago as well. Oh, maybe I did see it then. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? About the fact that he won a Grammy. And then I probably did see it. (laughs) I don't remember what the topic was on it. Also, uh, people are arguing about a mug with two handles that cost oh, $125. The, straw- the strawberry mug. The, yeah, I couldn't give TikTok. it less of a shit. Honestly, I, I, watched the two vid- I watched the two original videos and then I was like, I'm tapping out. This yeah. is- I was it's like, too much opinion I was for my like, life. I was like, of all the beef and like that stuff that needs to happen, that's just not it. When I just saw it for the first time, all I could hear was, Kim, there's people that are dying. Yes. Like, it's not that important. But- no, I want to ha- go on an ADHD tangent really Do quickly. Because um, when I saw Andre won a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Icon. I immediately like remembered Andre's grandmother in the show. <laughs> you know, the one that's like, Andre, there's a ghost in my living room. Isn't that just voiced by him? No, that's no. An- another woman. But <laughs> the woman. I'm so sorry. I s- looked at the woman and I was like, why does that face look, look familiar? And I thought it was. Do you remember that episode of Glee? It was like somewhere in season two. And it was a woman who just held a sign up outside the principal's office and the sign just said angry on it. No. Okay. <laughs> it was I'm like, whole, I'm, I'm pretty good with Glee, but I do not remember that. It was something about like budget cuts. And then it cut to a clip of the principal getting out of his car and this woman going, my son can't read and you want him to sing and dance and throwing a brick at the principal's car. And I was like, she reminds me of, she gives like Andre's grandmother vibes. Is that the same woman? It's not the same woman. It's a woman named Sonia Eddy, who I had not heard the name of. And I was like, okay, so where is this woman recognizable from? Because I've recognized this woman from Glee somewhere else, clearly. Okay, okay. 
my thing is what hasn't she beaten? Because I went through her you IMDb. act on a deep dive now. I went through her IMDb. And these are like, she had a like reoccurring role in General Hospital or okay. General Doctors or something like that. Mm-hmm. These are all episodes she's been in one or two of. Okay, 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 okay. Okay? Yeah. She has been in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Girl Meets World, Two Broke Girls, Good Luck Charlie, Phil of the Future, Mad TV, Lizzie McGuire, Even Stevens, Gilmore Girls, Daddy Daycare, Malcolm in the Middle, Everybody Hates Chris, Desperate Housewives, Mulaney, which is John Mulaney's show that I didn't know existed, Fresh Off the Boat, Black Lady Sketch Show, Pen15, and her final work, she has unfortunately passed away. Oh, okay. She passed away 2022. Oh. Yeah. I, sorry, to, sorry to bring it down. She had a... But- she had a good run. But her last piece of work before her death was Dick's The Musical. And she was a character called Sonia the Old Lady. I don't remember who that was. That's kind of iconic though. Yeah, but who was – do you remember who she was? I don't. No. But also remember I missed the first half of that movie. Oh, so. true. So you probably <laughs> missed her. Hey. But also, what are the fucking chances that you – um, that we're like, okay – Andre from Victorious has won a Grammy. You get reminded of his grandma. Then you look it up and you see you're reminded of that episode from Glee. Then you do a deep dive into her her IMDb. And it turns out that her last film role is a movie that we talked about in depth in the last episode. As Renee Rapp once said, ADHD. (laughs) ADHD. ADHD. Things that also happened because I was in... New York, US, and I yeah. read, and I walked past Renee Rapp. No, oh. my little Kendall. Oh from my God, Dance, Dance Moms! Moms. <laughs> I got a Which, yeah. <laughs> It was Christmas time, and going through like that area, Times Square, like NBC area, is fucking madness to mm. begin with. I'm literally crossing the road. There's people everywhere. And I make eye contact with her with a split You make second. eye contact? You yeah, made we eye contact with her? her? Because we were just like, we were she was like, literally walking past She was like, I've seen this. I've I seen almost this shoulder checked the bitch, you know? Like I was so close to her. But it was like a split second and then we walked away. And then I was like, that bitch in the fuzzy earmuffs was Kendall. Then I remember you telling me that you looked her up on Instagram. I she was, up on Instagram. And she was wearing the fuzzy earmuffs. And she was wearing the fuzzy earmuffs. Because I was like, she's... Like, let me just check she's in New York and I'm not, like, psyching myself out. And she was there. Was she with Jill? No, she was with her boyfriend. Oh, lame. Which she has. I didn't know she had that. If she was with Jill, would have been iconic. Oh, my God. I would have died if Jill was there. <laughs> also, we talked about Nikki Blonsky last episode. But when I found out when I was away that Nikki Blonsky beat up a family at the airport. Yeah. Did you know about yeah, that I d- already? I did, I did, Why I did. Why didn't I did. you tell me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mm. Last episode, we're talking about how iconic she is. That's very true. I think maybe it skipped my mind. (laughs) Um, Or I actually don't know why. Why did I bring it up? I don't know. She's also apparently very racist. Okay, I didn't know about that. I didn't know know about that. I didn't know about that part. That's how the brawl started. She was calling this family the N word. Yeah. That's how it started. So maybe Nikki Bonsky isn't an icon and maybe... Maybe we don't want her on our podcast. <laughs> maybe she can stick to cameos and... I didn't know about the racism thing. I didn't know about that she had punched some people or something like that. She but then I was this woman's mother in the vagina? Okay. I will, I will say I didn't know all the information. So I was like, 
I probably shouldn't be speaking about this on like a platform if I don't know if I don't know all the facts I like I was just shocked because I I thought that would have been like known information in saying that she hasn't been in anything since really that but also apparently Mark Wahlberg has a very racist past oh yeah he does I didn't fuck oh no should I say this one I don't know no screw 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 Mark Wahlberg I did not know that until like recently yeah really like racist yeah really racist past I didn't see I think we need to, like, hyping up that cancel culture. Well, I'm telling – like, the thing is, right, it's, like, Iowa Debris, before she was on SNL, it came up with the whole podcast. Did you not hear about how she had been on a podcast, like, four or five years ago? And she was like, mm, J-Lo's, J-Lo's not really I singing. I was told about when this. Performs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it went, like, viral – like a couple of days before she was on SNL. Um, wasn't there an SNL performance that was also auto-tuned? Yeah, I think so. Also, JLo was performing the same day that she was like, that IOW was hosting. This. But my thing is, is enough about ruining the careers of like America's Sweetheart, Debris. What we should be doing is ruining the careers of, the of people. people who are racist like Mark Wahlberg. Well, yeah. can we get done for defamation by saying this? For no, people because who it's have, public information. Okay, for people who have racist histories, like Mark, Mark Wahlberg, he has no ramifications. Isn't there a place in Sydney that's like Wahlburgers? Wahlburgers? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> we got grilled, fuck off. <laughs> you know? Who underpays their you staff. Think I mean, I did work at Grilled, okay? I was one of the 14 <laughs> an hour bitches. But this guy thinks I'm going to give up my Simon Says with aged cheddar. For no, Wahlburgers? for a Wahlburger. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Also, talking about cancellation, how do you feel about Ariana Grande? Um, I Well, she's not cancelled though, is she? She's not cancelled, but people have so many like opinions with everything that happened. I don't really care that much. I just think yes and isn't that good. Yeah, not my favourite Ariana Grande song. No, it, um, like, there's, I think it's so fascinating. Like when people think they clap back and then the song's like bad. Yeah. Like, it's so awkward. Yeah. I think... Swish, swish, bitch, wasn't it? Yeah. You know? That was... um Taylor. Katy, Ta- Katy, Katy Perry to Taylor Swift. I think so. What was... Ta- sure. Taylor Swift had an equivalent back. To what Katy was Perry? It? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. She definitely profited off of a lot of um, black culture because she did a lot of R&B kind of stuff. When Have she- you seen those clips of her? Like, they do, like, talking through the years of like celebrities and interviews through the years and there's one there's one oh my god I keep refluxing (laughs) one clip right in the middle of an Ariana Grande one that is her like doing a heavy black scent and then the rest is just normal yeah she's she did that she did that a little bit and I think and also with like her fake tan was very dark. Like she's she's a very white person, as you can see now. She's very pale. Oh my god! Um, she just went. She went back. But I I will say yeah. So that. But in terms of like her relationship with Ethan Slater, that's the one. Um, I didn't want to refer to him as SpongeBob guy because that's all I'm familiar with. Um, look, that's between them. I think you know what relationships relationships like as long as no one's. I think abusive? he's no. I think he sucks. Oh yes. I don't really care enough about what she does, but so, I'm not saying any shit with my chest. I'm not saying that song with my chest. Yeah. I think if Ariana Grande <laughs> releases better songs, 
she'll get more of like a following. I and Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande can write. She can. She can also sing. She can sing. Like that's a given. Like the sky is blue. But like (laughs) that's like okay. That because it links to our topic as well. When people now, just because I've been following her for so long, I don't know why. I, whenever people are like, oh my God, Renee raps so hot, I'm like, H2O's water. Like, I yeah, don't. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, I don't know why it's bothering me. Maybe it's because it's like, yeah, we've been new. Where have you been? Yeah. But also, Renee the, rap has always been hot. She's always been hot. She's always been talented. She's always on that grind. You're just only. She's getting her dues now. You're just realizing it. People are discovering her, and that's okay. And I that is okay. People I think discover. it's just something I something I need to work on. <laughs> You're like personally. something I need to reflect. I need to. I need to. Yeah, yeah. So I looked up the Taylor Swift and Katy Perry songs. Bad Blood. Bad Blood. Bad it was blood. Bad Blood. I hadn't seen that music video in a really long time. That's not with everyone. It's got like um, Olivia Bennett. From no, Olivia thing from I know SBU I don't I didn't remember anyone from it and then I was told Lena Dunham was in it and I just finished girls and is I was she, like yeah she, she plays like the like the leader of the spy thing um, I don't know but she's like taking a drag of her cigarette and because I'd seen girls I was like was she dating Jack Antonoff at the time though I think I can't remember because remember Lena Dunham was with Jack Antonoff and yeah, Jack Antonoff yeah, yeah, yeah. famously works no, on like all of Taylor's they're still stuff. friends there's like oh, Jack yeah. Antonoff and Taylor and Lena Dunham and Taylor are still friends but she's kind of just like Switzerland in between them while yeah. Lord's being Lord um there's and, a, and now he's married to Margaret Qualley really Qualley. Yeah, yeah yeah he's married we need like a Lena Dunham Lord law but because I, I would read a book on that yeah because I saw her in Girls being like Hannah yeah. I couldn't match her. You're being like, I in can't separate as it. Yeah. Cool as bad blood. Sorry, Lena. Love your work. But like, <laughs> You're like I can't separate I can't separate I can't separate it from that. Okay, that's really offensive because but like, you know. <laughs> my best Hannah impression. Should we get into the first segment? We should. Of what, what Pip, Pip wants and what Ellen needs. Ellen. What do you want, Pip? Um, there's only one thing on my list this time. Really? Breakfast burrito. Breakfast burrito. Breakfast burrito from Valentina's. Oh, really? Yeah. I do really want one. <laughs> haven't had one in a long time. My New Year's resolution for last, one of my New Year's resolutions for last year was to find and like a brilliant burrito recipe, burrito breakfast recipe that I could recreate myself. Um, the only burrito breakfast that I... <laughs> breakfast burrito that I really had was from Valentina's in Marrickville shout out um from like last year and it was really good not like the best one I've ever had the best one I've ever had was in Glebe somewhere about 10 years ago and I cannot remember where it was <laughs> it's for life probably gone probably yeah but um so it's it's gone back onto my new year's resolution list for this year that I want to to re I want to make I want to lock down a great breakfast burrito recipe and in saying that I just really want a breakfast burrito from Valentina's. I think I would die if you found it and it was like GYGs. <laughs> it's, I know it's not because it was from a cafe, but like, can you also imagine? Oh, I die. Well, also, breakfast burritos are not that common here. No, they're not super common everywhere. No, no. no. You have to scope them out. No. Well, well, like just, I don't know, because Australia is such hardcore cafe culture, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not as... Like in the States, I reckon They're you could big. get one in it anywhere. Oh, this year I did have a GYG breakfast burrito. Yeah. 
it's okay, but Valentina's is above it. Okay. Which, like, I mean, you should hope so, but, like, but it is. So, yeah. I just really want a burrito. Just yeah. that's a breakfast burrito. That's just that. That's what I. That is what I want. Okay. What do you want? What do you need, Ellen? I need Rachel Bloom to not think I'm crazy because I've thought about <laughs> it. For, okay, so <laughs> you need to give context. To I that. do. I do because okay. So I was in New York. First thing I bought when I knew I was going there and I knew my dates was a Rachel Bloom ticket because I didn't even know it la- lined up. And Rachel Bloom is like God to me. Rachel yeah. Bloom is like my Taylor Swift. And has been like that for a, for a long, long time. Ages, ages. Because Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the show, was such a crazy concept to me as well. i never seen anything like it. So I went and saw her show. I was emotional leading up to it. I was literally on the plane and thinking about how I was going to go see her and like tearing up. And I was like, what kind of pussy shit is this? <laughs> like, like and- Ellen. Get yourself together. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't cry. at. I'm not someone who like goes to a concert and I think I've cried at one concert and that was all time low. So it's a bit like, <laughs> um, I was going to One Direction in my One Direction phase, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. I've met people before. It's a bit, bit outdated, but I did meet Melanie Martinez mm-hmm. like in back in 2018 and I was fine. She was my idol, but I was fine. I've also met Dan and Phil and I kept my composure. Icon. Um, I don't I, think I you, don't know you, you being an icon, meeting them and keeping your composure, but also their icons. I know, too. I know. So like the concept of like me getting that emotional was just not in my forefront. The show was brilliant, first of all. So devastating as well. It's just such a sad show. What was it but about? But it was great. So I knew this already because she wrote her book, because I read her book. But her writing partner for Crazy Ex Girlfriend died of COVID. The same I remember th- in I this remember two that. weeks her daughter was born, but a bunch of other stuff happened. Like her wardrobe person died of cancer like a week later, and then her therapist died of a cardiac arrest. Oh my god. In the span of like a month or two months. Crazy. Yeah. It was really good. I also sat next to a lady whose husband works for iHeartRadio. And so she does stage door. And I'm like lining up with people, taking photos. She's doing autographs and stuff. And I'm like next in line and I'm just going. <laughs> and I get to her and I go, hey. <laughs> and she goes, oh, did my, sh- I hope my show didn't fuck you up that much. And she's like, no, no, that's my idol. <laughs> So, <laughs> sorry, I knew about this because of your Instagram stories. And then I was talking to you about how, like, you met her. But getting this, like, vocal-like reaction of, like, meeting her, next level. It it was, and she was so nice. She was so lovely. And I was like, I think I'm just jet-lagged. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed a clutch. Um, She took a photo. Lovely. She was so lovely. I called Ruby and I was like, I just met Rachel Bloom. Like, <laughs> but then I was like on the way to the subway um, to get my train and I was like, she's going to think I'm insane. She <laughs> thinks she's going to find me like in her room holding her dog <laughs> with a knife to it. Like she thinks I'm going to murder her now. So I need, <laughs> for my own mental state, mm. I need 
Rachel to know I'm not going to hurt you. No. I just. She's an idol. She's an idol. That you're idol. not going to stalk or murder. I'm not going to stalk or murder. Like I was just so. it because Just because like she's not this like huge international touring mm-hmm. person. She's a comedian who writes and then puts on shows through New York and all that. Yep. So I never had like a concept of like, oh, I would see her one day. And then I went to the, because the, a guy, oh, I've forgotten his name. I'm so sorry. My, the guy that played other Josh or white Josh in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was in the show as well. Mm-hmm. And so I went up to him afterwards and was like, can you sign my thing? I loved you in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. It's just funny because, as you say, you're not like this around like I, other... I don't cry around celebs and I've worked really hard. Do you know what my other example was about meeting people mm-hmm. that I forgot? Tobuscus. Who the fuck is that? He, Sorry to this person. He's the YouTuber who like did like the Minecraft sword song and he was really appealing to kids. It came out that he like assaulted women. Okay, I stand by my who the fuck is this. Oh. I you never No. Oh, he was fucking huge. And you cried meeting him? No, I was oh. like 13. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, but I didn't. And I'm proud of that. I made it. I love that for you. Okay, this is a PSA. If anyone listening to this has connections to Rachel Bloom. Rachel, this is my formal apology. Rachel, I medicated. <laughs> and since, since since she met you. There was no threat involved <laughs> the night of New Year's Eve 2023. I know. What a way to ring New out the year. Year's Eve. What a, the way I signed off 2023 is sobbing into Rachel Bloom. Like, she's... Clearly very COVID conscious. Mm -hmm. You would know that from the show. Yeah. She was clearly like trying to pet me, but not wanting to contract anything. Yeah. So fair. We'll we'll get this message to her somehow. You're not, you're not crazy. You're not going to hurt her. Just please. Yeah. Went through all the 2000s news. Yes. In that recap. I just want to bring back one thing. I want to bring back. I want to bring back one thing. Yeah. That you did touch on, Jacob Elordi and the beating little... up the Kiss FM member. Yeah. Honestly, Thank you, sir. Doing a public service because it's so funny. Because did I... you hear what the guy did as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Asking for his bath, like gave him a glass and was like, "Can you get some bath water for Jackie O for her birthday?" How like, do you know un... someone's not getting laid? Like unhinged, unhinged, disgusting. My favorite thing as well is like on formerly known as Twitter, um, <laughs> the articles were going around and it was like, Jacob Elordi is like blah, blah, blah by police for uh, allegedly like assaulting a, a radio producer and all these Americans and stuff were going, oh, he's just like his character Nate from Euphoria, blah, 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 blah. And all of the Australians are just like, yeah. yo, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Kyle and Jackie O's I don't show. think you get how fair this is. No, everyone in Australia is like on Jacob Elordi's side because Kyle and Jackie O. Yeah. How their how their show is still on air. I think actually I ranted about how much I dislike Carla Sanderlands in the last episode. Yeah. And I will continue that. Like I don't care. I will pay for Jacob Elordi's No, I won't, because uh, I don't have that kind of money and he is in Hollywood. Um <laughs> but um yeah. Jacob Elordi does not. If you if you were not on the side of Jacob Elordi prior to this, you should be now. Because that is so unhinged. Going up to someone in a bar. And going, can you kind of please get your bath water? I don't condone bullying, but sometimes it needs to happen. Oh my god! Some, like, if anyone needs to be cancelled, 
Carl and Jackie O show. We're back to Carl and Jackie O being canceled. Oh <laughs> but also, I mean, did we talk about this last time? I don't know. I kind of have a new found respect for Jacob Elordi after Saltburn and also what was the other Priscilla. So I mean, Priscilla was really good in that. I what I will say about the Priscilla is I watched it on a plane. Oh, okay. and yeah. But the thing is, like, because it's a plane, you, you, and there's no subtitles. Yeah, I could have put oh. them on, but I don't know. It's a lot of just like. I'm gonna be a daddy. Like, it's like 50% Elvis gibberish, and that's not an insult on Jacob Elordi. No, but that's actually so funny. Elvis gibberish is I hilarious. don't think it's just a lot. And I think that's a testament because I can't really understand Elvis either. Yeah. You're like, so, Jacob Elordi doing a great job. I, I will always sing the wrong lyrics to an Elvis song. Him sitting his like HSC exams in Elvis gibberish. <laughs> Nails it every <laughs> every time. Just talk about that one sketch from SNL with Jacob Elordi and Renee Rapp. Yeah, was it the the lip reading sketch? Yes, go on. Have you seen the whole sketch? I think so. Yes, it starts of off with Bowen Yang mm-hmm. and Jacob Elordi lip reading a conversation between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I think I've quoted it a hundred times since I've seen it. Just the, I think it's going to be sunny today. Nah, it's winner. <laughs> oh my God, I love you, Travis. I love you, Taylor. <laughs> and then, <laughs> no, but, no, do you know what did go? There's that, but what got me is <laughs> the Jennifer Lawrence one where it's just silence and then, don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. <laughs> I was so impressed by Jacob Elordi on SNL. Yeah. I Because I was like, I actually don't think I've ever seen him do comedy. No. But he was also like, When he opened his act. mouth and, and did an interpretation of Travis Kelsey, <laughs> I was sold. Oh. I was so sold. I love Bonyang. I will circle back to quickly. Do we need a Wizards of Waverly Place reboot right now? No. 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 I loved Wizards of Waverly Place. Won't lie, I haven't watched in about 10 years. Also, <laughs> You don't need a reboot that quick. The timeline, but it's like it's like a sequel. Like it's not even like a reboot. It's like it's like Justin and his kids in the future. How crushed would you be if you were the two actors I can't remember the name of who were on Wizards of Waverly Pod? Oh, that dude not that, being I know, asked I back. Are they not asked back? No, I don't think so. No, honestly, Harper Finkel. Uh, no, Harper was a good character, but like Wizards of Waverly Pod and Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. That's an unhinged podcast. That is an unhinged podcast. And I loved Ned's Declassified. I have not listened to an episode and I'm sorry, Ned. I. <laughs> That's okay. There's things for everyone. There's things for yeah. everyone. But I have heard some clips. Their clips do go viral on TikTok. I have seen some- that because it's Mo saying I slept with Coconut Head. And something about like blowjobs or like handjobs. Oh, I yeah. Know, there was Apparently, a lot of... that's just a lot of sex that went on yeah, behind, behind the scenes of that show, mm. which work. Get, you get do, it, you do what you need to do. Yeah. But I think the timeline that people need a model off of if they're going to make a reboot is Boy Meets World. They already did that. Yeah, Girl Meets World. I know. <laughs> but no, that distance. Oh, that kind of timeline. Okay. Yeah, 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 that yeah. distance. I genuinely, to this day, I've heard Raven's Home is good. No hate to Raven's Home because I can't really even judge it that much. Like, think I'd sell a kidney for Raven's Home, but that's just a personal yeah. vendetta. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. What? Can I tell you a quote that I think we mentioned 
our friend Sam in the last podcast. I'm bringing it back. Oh, I tell wow. you about a quote that he said: two birds, one stone; two ravens, one Simone." <laughs> I think I need to get that tag. It's actually so good. No, I'm dead serious. It's so good. I might get that. Two birds, one stone, two ravens, one Simone. Although technically it's like Simone because it has like an accent on the end. But If we get 200,000 listens, (laughs) I will tattoo two birds, one stone, two ravens, one Simone. Yeah. Can't walk out of this room the same. (laughs) That's so good. That's so good. Um, But yeah. Girl Meets World was a good reboot. Big, coming from someone who really liked Boy Meets World. Yeah. Loved Boy Meets World. So what World. are some other TV shows then I'll be thinking from that time? That's a Raven was like OG Disney Channel. Yeah. Kind of like vibes. Saved by the Bell has already been rebooted. And kind of cancelled again. I don't really know half the reboots. I don't, I don't think any of them have been as good or as successful mm-hmm. as Girl Meets World. Because Girl Meets World wasn't relying on people from boy meets world coming and watching it yeah it was new it It was was new new it was fresh new characters more thought out characters it had the same yeah originals that came back but they were put in better situations have you ever watched either yeah 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 yeah. i've watched both both not not all of both but like i've watched episodes of both like spoiler Uh, sabrina carpenter (laughs) sabrina carpenter spoiler alert in this but sean plays the dad no 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 that's um, oh my god! I keep saying thinking Cody, but it's not Cody. Corey, it's Corey. Corey's friend Sean, um, that he grows up with. He comes back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the reboot and adopts Maya. Oh yeah, because Maya doesn't have a dad, and her mum's a single mum, so they start dating, and he adopts her. Oh, how? Gorgeous. That will forever be the best reboot ever. And I don't know why people are not following that formula of not rely, just doing something better. I, I prefer Boy Meets World personally, but it was a good, successful show. Yeah. Like it was really good. Except for that one scene where they acted like autism was like cancer. You know the one? Nope. <clears throat> Barkle, the character. Oh, yeah. Gets diagnosed with autism, autism. and they go... You don't have autism. Let's go tell them you're not autistic. You can't be autistic. Like, they were so oh. intense about it. And it's like... That's a bit, yeah. Okay, guys. It's a bit later than um, a Boy Meets World kind of era. But I think a show that A, had spin had a spinoff already. And that I think could do well with, like, a reboot-esque. But in the same vein of... Um, Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World in terms of yeah. not bringing back the main kind of cast is um, The Sweet Life of Sweet Zach and Cody or Sweet Life on Deck. I've got tea. Do tell. Sweet Life was going to have a reboot. Oh. And Dylan and Cole Sprouts wanted to produce it. Oh. So they went to Disney Channel and they were like, we have this proposal of... We get off the boat, we go back to the hotel. There is a kid there who has like a similar situation, like the mum works in the hotel, and they're kind of like a parent to him or like a guide to him in the hotel. And then Disney's like, mm, no, gross, we don't want to do that. And Lame. Then, but then Disney calls them back and is like, so we don't want you to produce. 
but here's an idea for you. You guys get off the boat, you go to Miami and there's a kid there and you're like his mentor. So they took their idea <laughs> and were like 69 it, added Miami and we're like, you're not producing. And claimed it as their own. And so they laughed in their faces and left. As they should. As they should. And the interview where, Disney, don't cancel me. The interview where Dylan Sprouts says all this mm-hmm. gets removed from YouTube. Mysteriously. Disney has too much power. What about like a, I say Lizzie McGuire reboot. <laughs> and then that's <gasps> that's sensitive topic, sensitive topic. I will forever be very sad that that never happened lizzie because disney channel was like "Mm, adult stuff yeah because there was like a sex scene no wait ooh ooh, no penis penis no (laughs) it wasn't quite didn't happen even stevens phil of the future i don't know i don't think they get any of those people back phil of the future would be good because they just make it with new people i did really like phil of the future even Stevens, they wouldn't bring Shia LaBeouf back. No, I but I, I say even Stevens reboot without Shia LaBeouf for various reasons. But um, but doesn't Elsie Romano? She has a podcast. She has a podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. and she has beef from with the girl from like Zoe One Hundred and One. Apparently, Nicoletta, Nicoletta, Nicole. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jamie Lynn Spears. No, no. We don't know what Jamie Lynn Spears is Speaking of reboots. Zoe 101 had like a movie came out, come out this year called Zoe 102. We should review that. But we, I've heard it's not good. No, I know. Yeah, not surprising. But we should watch it. And Before I forget as well, Drake and Josh was also meant to have a reboot. Not <gasps> meant to. Josh Peck wrote a reboot. And apparently it was really racist. <laughs> <laughs> because, as you know, Drake Kapana, um is really popular in Mexico. His songs are really popular in Mexico. Oh. That's why he changed his name to Capana instead of Bell. Right? Josh Peck made did this like plot where he was a real estate agent. Josh was a real estate agent. Yeah. And Drake was a failed musician and in the pilot he was performing for a Mexican drug cartel. Oh my god. And his daughter's quinceañera. Yeah. So maybe not all things need reboots. No. So we get into yeah. Let's get into the it. main. We mentioned that we have seen each other one time before since you've been away. Yeah. And that's we went to go see Mean Girls mean the girls. musical, the movie, the mm. series. No, uh, we went to go see uh, the Mean Girls movie, which is a musical. But we did know it was a musical going into it because we are musical people. I will say, I uh, we we didn't see it late, but we saw it a bit after the. It came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Y'all are dramatic. It's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. But, okay, to me, the pieces were there. It was just not put together very well. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I do give it grace to an extent because this is the, one of the first movies since Hairspray that has been a movie turned into a stage musical turned back into a movie. Hairspray was set in the 60s. It was kind of easier Yes, and it's easier as well in the sense of the actual plot of the film was very driven by music. And I think it's easier in that aspect. I will say throughout all of my like analysis of and like the thoughts on this, on Mean Girls, um, I kind of kept coming back to Hairspray quite a lot, but we'll get into that in a bit. 
Um, but you're, you're right. It does have the advantage of a lot of the plot is driven by songs anyway. So yeah. it is quite natural in that aspect. And as the, like, since we saw it, like, what, a week ago? Yeah. I've now had time to process and I understand more of what they were trying to do. Which I kind of understood when they, like, when they released what songs were actually in it mm-hmm. and what songs were cut, I clicked right away that they were trying to make it more suitable for, like, all audiences. They weren't trying to make it too theatery. I think it's a musical. You need to lean into it. I do think that, but the musical itself is so confused. <laughs> if you listen to all the songs, mm. they're not all one style. That's true. That's They're true. They're all so different. So I feel like doing, like, personally, all the songs except for, like, one or two that were in the movie, I was like, yeah, these are the best ones. People were really cut that they cut Damien songs. Mm-hmm. Which is what clocked me onto like, oh, they're not making it theatery. I think they kind of kept more of the songs that moved the plot along as opposed to, like, I have an emotion and I'm going to sing about it songs, which I kind of prefer. That, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Which, my first point is, have we stopped evolving as a society? Now, I... <laughs> which could be I, a question related to literally any topic ever. So please tell me how it relates to Mean Girls. I say this because I saw a TikTok on it. I can't remember who it was. It was someone saying, why do you need a remake of Mean Girls time isn't that different to warrant a remake but at the but people forget it was one 20 years ago like i think yeah genuinely it has been a significant amount of time it has been a significant amount of time and 20 years before mean girls was the 80s that was like 16 candles and all that shit and also i will say they're not doing just like a hardcore reboot of mean girls like this is a musical as well yeah the musical came around a good 2018 that's why that's like modern day yeah yeah because yeah. i thought that too i was like why do we why like the musical part was the excuse really yeah but i thought the same thing but then i was like oh wow we've just stopped developing as a species yeah we're still all bitchy teenagers yeah bitchy <laughs> we just te- bitchy we've teenagers. just got iphones now yeah <laughs> my other point which i have been thinking about a lot and i still don't have answers mm-hmm why was the Mean Girls musical movie made before a Legally Blonde musical movie? Because... Is that being made? No. no. I don't think anyone's ever brought it up. It should. I don't know. I was I was surprised when they announced they were making a Mean Girls musical movie. Maybe because it closed sooner because mm. of COVID. Have I told you the story about how I shut my pants on the way to see Legally Blonde the musical? You have. What do you want to say? <laughs> Yeah, I ate something to eat. I had something to eat. I ate something to eat. I ate something to eat. Had something to eat, didn't agree with me. And I'm in my car driving to see a kind of like amateur theatre production of Legally Blonde the musical. Mm. Um, Shat my pants hardcore in the car. Like had to take my pants off, had to use like – luckily I had baby wipes in the car to like wipe my little bottom – um, and then I freeballed it in a skirt, no underpants, no stockings, middle of winter. But I made the second act. I made the second act of Legally Bond the Musical. I was like, this was like, I was like 18, 19. I was like, this is $45. I'm, <laughs> I was like, I'm not putting this to waste. I may have shut myself, but I will be there. The economy wasn't stopping you today. <laughs> no. And I was, and I turned up. So did my service. And you did. Um, but I agree. Legally Blonde musical 
movie. But then again, I'm also like, Legally Blonde the musical was not long after the movie. That was 2007. That's true. It so happened quite soon. It would open up a whole lot of questions of like, are we doing it modern? Are we doing it back then? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And one of my things that I mentioned when we came out of the cinema in regards to, oh, like it's like whole, like it's been modernized, like Mean Girls musical, it's been modernized, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. I have no problem with it being in modern. Teenagers are going to be bitchy. Girls are going to be bitchy. I get it. There's still bullies out there. Um, but I think just the concept of them essentially giving her like butter like and sugar bars to like because they want to try and make like Virginia George fat. I'm like, I don't really know if that works in 2024 the same as it worked in 2004. Do you I know also, what I mean? I get what you mean, but I also don't get the choice of changing other things and then keeping that. Yeah, that's my thing. Like they, they took out Fugly Slut. Took out Fugly Slut. Also took and made out Fugly Cow, I think. In the musical, it's Fugly Cow. That's yeah, okay, why. so fine. But also, but why did the musical change it to Fugly Cow? Do you know cow? what I hate? That they changed Pyro Wes was originally Space Dyke. I have a girlfriend, I can. So <laughs> don't touch. Don't, why was that not in there? And you're telling me like, boy, what a lot. Mean bitchy girls are not woke. Yeah. They would say slurs like that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Like, that's why it was in the original movie. Yeah. I just don't get, like... Why change some things and not others? The little, like, nitpicky, like, oh, we can't use that, we can't use that, we can't use that. But this can stay. When you see, when you notice changes like that with musicals to movies or, like, anything in general, I, you just have to ask, like, why? Yeah. And when you keep something else, so it's like, okay, well, double why. Yeah. What is your, what are your thoughts on Aaron Samuels not singing? Like the character. <laughs> I've seen the interviews of the guy who plays him being like, they wanted, they like the original audition came through. It was, he had to sing. And then I was like, mm, no, I literally can't sing. I'm not doing that. And then they were like, oh, well now Aaron Samuels isn't going to sing. Do you want to audition? He was like, okay, I will. So I'm not talking about like him not being able to sing, but I'm talking about the decision for them to not have Aaron's to have Aaron Samuels not singing. Yeah, here's my thing with Aaron Samuels. I understand there's a little bit of fear because of Nash Greer and his. I would prefer the girl you were, not who you're trying to be. Is that you giving very come at the frog vibes? Yes, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. I don't think it would have mattered that much because he doesn't sing that much in the show to begin okay. with yep, yep 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 i would have because he also does sing in this song but they just took out the part mm. i would have taken out stupid with love mm. and i would have put in more is better okay yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah. because it's just a better song i think the song sucks yeah i don't <laughs> Like, here, okay, here's the thing. Like, when I, I saw that Stupid With Love was going to be revamped, so I was like, oh, so it's going to be good. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like the song. That's the thing with Mean Girls. It's so many different styles Genres, of songs. Like, yeah, it is a very yeah. different genre to, like, the rest of the songs as, as that a, is, is in the film. It's, like, perfect but also not good at the same time mm. in regards to, like, having all these different styles of song, but it makes listening to the album very confusing if you are not into everything yeah especially because it's not like like you understand having big like musical theater kind of esque songs and then having like a couple of ballads yeah. here or there but like stupid with love isn't either yeah stupid with love is like it's, it's like a pop it's like, like a feeling song i don't yeah that's the thing like i don't really care enough about 
Stupid with Love being changed because I didn't like the song to begin with. Like all the songs that were in the musical that they chose, I was like, oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have any qualms about them. I'm not going to sit there he- head banging to whose house is this? <laughs> you know, I don't really care. I wish they, well, I guess they kind of utilized Damien in Apex Predator. Yes, but I wanted more Damien. And honestly, I wanted more Damien. More, da- more Janice. More Damien, more Janice. Al Lee Cavallo did so well in that. I think it's like I'm just too used to like the style. Yeah. But every song didn't sound like it was finished. <laughs> yeah they just kind of were like it was that it was that almost like segue of like the song's like ending and then it, it just like yeah it just like petered off and then it was like into the next scene and there was like no like songs yeah there yeah. was no like you know it's a musical lean into the fact that it is a musical yeah. and you can have endings for your songs the pacing of the movie was just weird when i watched the movie at first i hated it and then when i got past stupid with love oh okay yeah, i was yeah. like okay i like it Okay. Um, I liked it way more. But that's I also think that's because like I don't I didn't like the opening song. I think mm-hmm. it was just like I think they just didn't like it raws and needed something else. I was really, really excited to hear the rest of the plastics songs mm. in Meet the Plastics and they just had Regina. I wanted more Gretchen. That's who I wanted. Yeah, I, I want, agree. I think she didn't st- she she was good. Like the actor was good. She, but like they didn't give her character enough. No, she did What's Wrong With Me, which is a beautiful song. I was mm-hmm. really happy they kept that in. Um, but she was just really, like, she was just cute. I yeah. just really liked her. Yeah. She was like a little underdog. I she wanted- did, she did have like, she did get her chance to kind of like have that anxiety freak out when, um, like, when it was like, four for you, Glen Coco, you go, Glen Coco, and none for yeah. you, Gretchen Wieners. And she did play that freak out well, but I agree they didn't give her enough yeah, to do. Yeah, because they kind of also mixed the plot up differently. In the movie, she gets the candy cane. She's really, like, peeved about it. Then do the Christmas concert, and then she gets told to stop letting fetch happen. Then she has that breakdown and then tells Katie that, she's cheating on Aaron. Yeah. In the musical, um, she gets the candy cane. She tells Katie that the that she's cheating on Aaron and then the Santa thing happens. Yeah, yeah. So the consequences of the end of the Santa performance is different. Like it's it's yeah. kind of mishmash. Also, I miss the part in the revenge party where she says he's She's cheating on Aaron. They hook up in the costume, the like mascot costume in this closet. And Katie goes, she makes him wear like the costume when they fuck. And Gretchen goes, no, they're both in the costume. (laughs) And then on the stage production, it's like someone clearly being like fucked both inside this like mascot costume. Incredible. It's so good. And missed opportunity. It's so. It's one of the funniest parts. Yeah, let's talk about um, <laughs> the joke that you apparently had never heard before. Oh. The movie. <laughs> Let me set the scene. It is silent, silent in the theater, <laughs> and John Hamm comes on the screen. Already a shock. Yeah. And Katie asks to go to the bathroom, and John Hamm, the coach, says. No way, Jose. And Katie goes, oh, it's actually Katie. It's silence 
for at least three seconds. And then you hear Pip go, I had never heard that joke before. I'm, <laughs> it's, I don't think it's a new concept. No, I don't think it is either. I don't think it's like a. I don't think it's a new joke. But I just hadn't heard it, and it was just like it just took me out. I was not expecting it. I was not expecting it. And I really enjoyed it. But speaking of funny parts, Karen. Oh, I love that she, woman. She Avantika, I think her name is. Phenomenal. Yeah, she was. She was so. All the cast was just really good. All the cast was really good, but she was like stand out. Yeah, she was so good, so funny. She played Karen so well. Oh my god! And the Halloween night like scenes. She had like two. Oh, there was like there was like actually the Halloween kind of night was like probably my favorite like sequences because they had two great songs and they were done so well. I was like, oh, you guys know you're doing a musical at this point. Whereas before I hadn't like really got that yeah. gist. Also, I think this, I want to bring up some targeted bullying, okay? People are getting on Angari Rice's back because her parts in like Revenge Party were like altered. They, oh. they were lower. Yeah. And people are like having a go because they're like, oh, it's lost its spark as well, blah, blah, blah. Sexy was also altered. Yeah. I prefer the other version but it's what she could sing and she sang the song well yeah yeah and people are having this go yeah at one but not the other but they're not holding yeah the, like you gotta I, you gotta you gotta have the same argument for everything i haven't yeah i you can't you have to you can't like, choose that kind of stuff yeah and i can't think like of, otherwise like, come up with a different argument as to why you didn't like like that song yeah not and it's like she also it. sang well the rest of the movie yeah, she honestly wasn't bad. Like no, I, people are having like the baddest go at her. I don't think she was the strongest singer there, but like, no. but like there was there was two people who were very strong singers in the cast. Can I bring up one of my critiques? Yeah, costumes, costumes. Now I will say, um, and we will, I find a way to link this slash tag it. Um, our friend Cora did a brilliant deep dive and analysis. She does a lot of costuming for film and stuff like that. And she did a great analysis on like the costuming for um, the, the movie. But I, I agree with like all of her sentiments. I, I think that Janice didn't stand out enough. They need to make her more emo, more goth. She needed to stand. She needed yeah. to be different. She needed to be more different from everyone else. Yeah, that's the thing though. But like nothing's ever like different anymore when you think about it yeah but i also think part of mean girls is that they are like there are it's so heavy on the clicks for yeah. me that's so heavy on the clicks i personally think they needed to lean into it more and there was but it was the same for like regina i feel like regina needed to stand out more yeah like, like renee rap stands out yeah and she's phenomenal but i just feel like they could have made her and the rest of the plastics even stand yeah. out a little bit more or make everyone else a bit more plain. Yeah, because the costuming, that's another thing. Like the costuming of everyone else is not, was like very out there and not very high school. So for me, I went like my schooling, years 11 and 12, we didn't have to wear a uniform. Oh, really? Yeah. This is Cam- This is ACT for you, Canberra. <laughs> you, public, if you go to public school, like year 11 and 12, you go to like a college and you don't have to wear uniform. Was that just a common thing? Yeah. The thing is, is no one dresses up fancy. Like people will dress like nice, but like not super fancy. You can wear thongs at school. Okay, fine. We're in Australia, not America. People, Some people are going to wear heels. But I wanted, but like jeans and like a t-shirt, so common. So I think even so, like more people, like the, the, the rest of like the general people needed to 
like they need to take a step back in their costuming so that everyone yeah. else could be like elevated. Yeah. Like the plastics and Janice. Yeah, because their costuming wasn't terrible. Um, but I did notice like everyone else was just like people needed to dress more like Katie. Yes. They made Katie dress like quite like daggy, which like that's fine. Which is that's what the it's point. meant to be. But no one else looks like that. That's what You was can't tell me only one person in the school is gonna dress daggy. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. But I think everyone kind of like looked at a bit like what was just the one outfit of that like corset top. The pink, what Virginia George was wearing. Yeah. Yeah. That was like the one thing. Um, And here's the thing as well, because I think Renee Rapp worked with. The costuming. The costuming. And I, that's why I don't really like know how to like approach the costuming with the plastics and for context in the Broadway show mm-hmm. when she was on Broadway mm-hmm. she was in the Regina was like dressed as a devil or like a red bunny or something like that mm-hmm. um and it was just a corset and like undies slate she did so well and she was like loving it blah 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 she got asked randomly on just like a random Tuesday to come into costuming so they could design a skirt for her because she wasn't the right body type. And no other alternates had that. It was just her. And so, it's like, mm-hmm. mean girls, you are perpetuating the shit that you're talking like about. Yeah, like, so I don't – I I wonder if it was like – because it's like if she's working with costuming, great, but what options did she have? Oh, no, no, no. I think yeah. the costuming I, – I think the costuming's like, I wouldn't put that on – no, Rath. no, 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 no. But I just think they, I just think like the black outfit that she walks out oh, in. Oh, great. Divine. It I want just more like that. I just wanted more it. high end. I yeah. want, she is a rich bitch. Yeah. And I wanted that to come off. I think I was also trying to like the Gretchen and Karen, I think they were trying to replicate the 2000s fashion more. Mm. But the thing with replicating 2000s fashion now is it's often fucking cheap. Yeah. It's, replicating those cardigans and those shirts that now are not a high-end thing to buy they're usually like cheap as fuck but also shipping like sheen stuff but also like it's in fashion it's now. in fashion but like high-end brands are not like yeah, going back yeah, they're yeah. wanting to be trendsetters they're yeah, not yeah. wanting to yeah collect it back the places that are like trying to so they should bring like, trends back are like mm. in this case supra cotton on like yeah. that's another thing why did janice's backstory change which part of the backstory in the movie it's essentially like regina being like you can't come to my birthday you're a lesbian um and then she just got bullied and then she left oh yeah 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 school for- it was the same in the musical she essentially just like left for a year and then came back and, and then she, she was, was all ghost yeah 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 in the movie did they need to add the fact that she set a backpack on fire? <laughs> <laughs> like, what was it? <laughs> yeah, they... Maybe they needed something to make her, like, seem crazy. I don't know. I think they also... Well, I think it's because they very... I mean, they, A, openly lesbian yeah. in the movie, musical. There, it, there um, was a little part of me that missed the little, like, unconfirmed fact that Regina misheard Lebanese. <laughs> But at the same time, <laughs> the original actress and the m- movie 
actress Ali'i, neither of them are Lebanese. So it's like... So you it, couldn't, yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't do it now. But it's like a fun little fact that I enjoyed. But this time they were just like, yeah, Janice set my backpack on fire. <laughs> Side note. Things that they cut that I was that I did miss from the movie. So these were from the 2004 movie that you yeah, were like, I wish that I missed. I yep, missed. Yep, yep. They were just like little things. Yeah. One was Regina's little sister. Can't you see her just picking up like a TikTok trend and trying to replicate it? Yep. yep like yep. I, if I think she actually would have been like a perfect conduit for like what little kids are. Yeah. Like, like yeah. 13 year olds. Like get, she would do like a get ready with me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like something like that. I can imagine her doing, like, I don't know why, but it's that one audio that went viral with Charlie D'Amelio under it. And it was that song that was like, she put my name in yellow heart, put his name in yellow heart. <laughs> like, I could see her doing these like really like cringy acting trends yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. you're the princess and you're trapped in the dungeon. Welcome to the panic room. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Now the thing is, I would have loved to see a resurfacing of the three-way calling attacks, but I don't know how that would be done. FaceTime. FaceTime, but think about it. She like... Oh, yeah. Can you like switch calls? Exactly. Maybe like if if it was like voice memos. But maybe if they had it like, oh, I'm going to call someone like on the laptop. like Yeah, something like that. Like it's just... But it was so 2000 standards. I was like, okay, I don't actually know how they The way that happened so much on Lizzie McGuire as well. I loved it. Um... Do you know another thing that I wish yeah. they had had that was in the movie? Mm-hmm. All of like, you know, when they had those scenes of like the kids like acting like animals and stuff like that. Oh, I love. I miss. I miss. They did have that though. Did they? They didn't have as many. They didn't have as many. They they needed. They do you know what they didn't need? They needed another thing to show the lengths Regina goes to. You know how in the movie she calls that girl's mom and says like. This is blah, blah, blah from Parenthood. I have your daughter's test results. And just like. Like the fact that she's not just a bitch to like Katie. She's a. No, she's she's a bitch. Awful. No, she's just a bully and awful. It needed something like that, which they put in Apex Predator, but she just like growled. Which if Renee Rapp growled at me, I'd be fucking split. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so like fair. But there needed to be something else that was just like, oh my God, you're a terrible person. I shouldn't like. And I think I think the shop I think the shopping center scenes also really helped you see the power that Regina George had not in just school but also just like in general as well. Yeah, yeah. the Kevin G rap. Oh, you sucker MC! They got nothing on me. They changed it. Mm. They changed the ending. They make love to the rhythm on the bathroom floor. And then when they see her, she know it's me because when I see her, she go like Ah, Kevin, Kevin G. G. So we're keeping. Colteen bars, but we're ditching the Kevin G rap. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, that, why? Yeah. Why, why? Maybe it's because the musicals, I don't, but why? It's such an iconic rap. Yeah. I do appreciate the uh, iCarly in French rendition. That was pretty brilliant. That was really good. But it's similar in saying how she, like, ruined that other girl's life with, like, the Planned Parenthood thing. I wish we had seen her be more bitchy to more people in the school because then I think it really also when the burn book comes out it like really no I don't think it really impacts it really feared her (laughs) yeah that's the thing is like because um you know when they were like I think it's is it Tran Park is like making out with the coach Tran Park is making out with the coach 
yeah. in the above the auditorium or yeah. blah 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 That's blah. A, no, that, well, like I think that it was good that they got rid of this. There was a lot of like Asian jokes in yeah, the original and that I they got think, rid of, which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. And but but the, but the thing is, is so I agree that they shouldn't have had that one in, but like just more bitchy like you know when they go around is i've got a wide set vagina they did keep that joke in yeah. but like to like certain extents but i think that's yeah that i think that was like the right thing yeah. to do i don't think it added that much to the original no, either no, 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 no. um also apparently like the subtitles in the original movie are not correct in when when the two girls are talking in korean Oh. The subtitles are completely different. Oh, my God. They just, like, added that. I don't know. Like, sometimes the shit they were getting away with in the early 2000s. Oh, my God, yeah. I've never understood why the Christmas pageant performance was changed from movie to musical. Yeah, I don't get why. I think it's such an iconic part where she's like, okay, I'm going to start singing this song. It's also just, like, a completely different outcome. Yeah. And it's a musical. Let yeah. them sing. No, but not even that. Like, gone through three stages now. So the original is like Gretchen kicks a skipping CD into, <laughs> which like is so funny. Couldn't be done now because people don't use CDs. In the stage production, it's literally Regina's skirt falls down mm. and people take photos of how fat her ass has gotten. That's like... Mm. The thing that's spread round and it's like, okay. And then this one is just, she tried to do a handstand and it didn't work. <laughs> okay, I did see, I watched the original movie in December. Correct mm. me if I'm wrong, but there's no backlash to Regina George in the first one after the, when they sing no. the song, is it? No. It's literally just how Katie is amazing yeah. because she saves the day. I think that's why they had to do it that way because they chopped it mm. weirdly and differently. I am glad Fearless was cut. I do think some of the songs are a bit filler. Not but all not musicals fillers to others. Not all musicals can have no. a sensational no. soundtrack like no. Hairspray. I think I would have been a bit bored if I had to sit in a theater being like, "You didn't cry or throw up." Whoa! <laughs> like I think I'd be a bit over <laughs> it by that point. Um, what I didn't understand is like why they started the movie narrating. And they ended it narrating. But they, no, they started it narrating about an hour went past and then they came back for narration, which is actually such an important part of the musical and the movie. Katie is narrating the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Katie narrates it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then in the but musical. But I thought you were talking about in the musical, yeah. it's Janice. In and, the musical, um, it's Damien. Damien and Janice. And I love it. I love when they do that. I think it's cool. But it's like they forgot they were narrating. They forgot. <laughs> it's like the ADHD here. And they're like, sorry, guys, we're back. Yeah. Um, it literally just panned to them. And it was like, the movie's happening. Oh, it was after. Party. It was after she got like nominated and <laughs> it panned back to her. They're like doing the news or something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That was when she got hit by the bus. But like oh. it panned to them when she got nominated and they were like, well, it's going to get interesting. <laughs> Speaking of getting hit by a bus. That took us out because we were that was like you know that she gets parts. hit by a bus yeah but like we all three of us reacted you me and Corey we were, I, all, we were all like I want to I want to give a fat handshake to whoever came up with that idea of the ending of rather be me being done and then the argument just happening in the background that was so 
funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. And well I don't done. think I would have thought well of that. Done. That was well um, done. I will say, I know I dissed it a bit earlier. I did miss Whose House Is This a little bit. It's the Which, pa- that's, what, What's that one? What's it's the that party song? song that's like, whose house is this? It's my house now. Seriously, whose house is this? And Kevin oh. G has a rap in it. Okay, yep, 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 yep. And it's just like a party song. I don't think it would have fit in the movie. If people hated Stupid with Love, can you imagine how people, audiences would have reacted if they saw, whose house is this? It's my house now. Like, they would have yeeted. But maybe they also would have lent more into... It's a musical. Yeah. I, do you, do you know what I did miss was, I think it's iconic. I don't know if other people think it's iconic. The iconic, like, leather-esque dress she wears that's got that one pink stripe down it in the movie. That Lindsay Lohan wears. Yeah, that Lindsay Lohan wears. I don't think it's iconic, but I it's love pretty good, it. It's pretty good. It's a really good in the, par- in, the party, in the party scene. In the party Her scene. House party scene. And I, it, here's what I also think about that scene is to transfer it to the movie musical, they either needed to put more is always better mm-hmm. in it or have her throw up on his shoes. Yeah. She didn't throw up on him. Yeah. It was a bit empty without that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. One of my critiques of the film. And the thing is, it's like I was kind of like in the middle ground in terms of like, did I enjoy it? Did I not enjoy it? I enjoyed aspects. I laughed a lot. It was um, actually funny. But I did have a few like qualms, especially with like costuming production design that I've mentioned. But one of my things is this is a musical. They needed to lead into the fact that it was a musical. They had the musical scenes and then they just stopped. Like the songs played and then they stopped. And it's like they forgot. Yeah. An example of what worked and I thought what was good was when they'd have I'd rather be me and then she gets hit by the bus. Like that, that is good. Really funny. It's a song and it segues right into like the other like parts of like the movie. Whereas like the rest of it, it's like, oh, a song happens and then it's no one else, like they're not, they need, to, they need to be more aware that they're in a musical. They did it as well with Revenge Party, but that was kind of it. Yes. Yeah. Revenge Party was good. Revenge like Party that. was good. And the Halloween, the Halloween Halloween. Parties. Like, yeah, I think they kind of forgot that like. And the choreography. The songs was... are there for the plot. Yeah. They're not just there. They're not just there for like fun times. I do wish I knew sooner that Miss Nor- Norsbury. Um, yeah, I think so. And the principal were married in this version. <laughs> yeah, or like together, because they did. They did. I will say, I did like the fact that they they had flirty vibes in the in the original yeah. movie, and then in this one they were like, "Oh, yeah, you're walking the dogs." I just it was just so like late in the game. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, okay, the, the, that's a factor. Oh, I was, wanted to see more of that one bitch from the Pink Ladies show. The what? You know the per- like. <gasps> Oh, from that TV show that got cancelled? Yeah. I don't know, know which one it is, though. The, um, the one that, like, tried to give Miss Norsbury money. <laughs> so funny. Also an incredible singer. So I was really happy to see them there. The adding of that Rainbows and Smiles girl. <laughs> Coming back? Yeah, that, but also her being there for a track, track meet. <laughs> It's so to be fair, though, at least they gave her like a reason to be there. I will say that's one thing the original movie didn't like. Didn't do. They, they were like, she doesn't even go here. Why is she here then? I at think, least they did. Answer I that. think it's funnier. Like compare it, a girl just wandering into a school and yeah. they're fighting. She ends up there and she's yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus a girl who's there for a competition. <laughs> she's and like, and then people start fighting, but she doesn't leave. <laughs> she joins. She joins. <laughs> 
She's like, and I've got beef to share as well. Yeah, she was like into. <laughs> oh, man. um. Okay, do you know who I also really like? Really liked who I think mm. did a good job. Busy Phillips as Regina George's <gasps> mom. My note was just Busy Phillips. I thought she was so I good. She was only in it for a little bit, but I think she played it up so well. She yeah, yeah. did so well in it. Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. so good. Also, like wait, we don't even need notes on it. Worldburn was just good. Mm. Worldburn was just good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Someone mm-hmm. gets hurt was really good. They were just really well directed too. They were my favorites. Yeah. And I also love the idea of Regina being so effortlessly powerful that she just leaves the burn book in the school and waits. Yeah. I actually really liked that because it's like, it's also a representation of like, wow, technology. Yeah. Because I was, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, but it's so iconic her like photocopying it and like spreading it throughout the thing. There's something about her. Like, yeah. Which is like kind files. of iconic. And then I'm also just like, it's 2024. No, she would not go to the effort She's of photocopying. She's environmentally friendly. <laughs> she did in the stage production, but that I think that was more for stage effect. Yeah, yeah, rather than like, yeah. yeah. I think it would have been cool if she would have like created like an Instagram page for it or something or like a website. Oh my God, like that Salt Lake City, like receipts, screenshots. <laughs> that what's it Jen Shaw or something like that? I don't know who it is, but it is Salt oh, Lake City. Whatever the Instagram yeah, yeah. is. And she brought out a burn book. Did you see that? No, but I have I have heard. I have yeah. Heard. So this woman, like, I never watched Salt Lake City, Neither but I. I watched this, and it's this woman who like had an Instagram about all these women, and on the reunion, she brought out a burn book, and gave it to Andy Cohen. Oh my gosh. And Andy Cohen looks so unimpressed. <laughs> he literally is flicking through it like, so what is this? <laughs> he doesn't care, which is crazy to me. Oh yeah. Also, Janice being into yarn. And embroidery, which again I have no qualms with, because the artwork at the end, it It was phenomenal. Slay. She just needed to be more emo. Yeah, I loved people pulling up the original and being like, "If someone handed me this art, I'd fucking spew." This is (laughs) rank. They're like, "What this wonky eye looking ass?" But the artwork that like she won with at the end, that artwork of her Katie and um Damien. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. They should auction that off for charity. What was I about to say? I don't know, man. You got lots of notes. I know. I wrote a lot of notes. I've gone through all my notes. Well, because again, it's a experiment of why. Because it's gone through now. This will be its third phase. Yeah. The next thing that comes out will be Mean Girls, the movie, the musical, the TV series. Yep. (laughs) I don't think any of it was like really bad. I think that's a bit astronomical. I I I think all the, again, and this is what I said in the beginning, I think all the parts were there. I just think it wasn't put together very well. Individually, I think it was really good. I think I will say all of the performances I thought were very strong. Yeah. Were pretty good. Yeah, all the performances were really good. I think it was just trying to form two different medias Mm. for the first time in a long time, in all Mm. honesty. I think people are a bit burnt as well from Dear Evan Hansen and they're like... (laughs) At least no one looked 28. (laughs) 34, trying to be a student. This is another thing because I like the incorporation of like how powerful the internet is Mm -hmm. and all those clips. I want to know how many people on the internet know about this one beef from a random high school for them to make active TikToks being like, I think Katie pushed her. But in saying that though, I reckon someone would have made like one TikTok telling the story and then everyone would have chimed in. 
you know what? I think, but I think it would have been more in like the comments. But like there would have been a few people in saying that. Because that, I mean, Cupgate. Yeah, it does happen. (laughs) Cupgate situations. But I I was frustrated by all these then TikTokers having cameos. Oh, Chris Olsen. I I think he's a cool dude. But but Nia from Dance Moms was also in that cameo for like two seconds, and I was happy to see her. Yeah, but Chris Olsen was like in it twice. Yeah, I don't know why Chris Olsen. Although I did love Megan Thee Stallion being in it. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, but this is the second musical that Megan Thee Stallion's been in this year. Oh, I don't know if it's not this year because Dicks came out last year. She's just on it. I do think it was kind of funny the two times it happened. People were being a bit dramatic about the elf placement, like elf makeup. Like I was like, where's all this like placement coming from? And then they showed they had a very specifically placed elf lipstick on a desk. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I see it. But I didn't think it was that bad. It wasn't that bad. But also just like product placement just like sometimes does my head in. I'm like, it's so obvious. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens in like weird places. I think it would have been better if they'd have done like a Mean Girls elf collab. At, like Yeah, outside, I'm surprised they didn't actually. Rather than actually just sticking an elf They didn't make gloss. like a palette or something. Yeah, rather than just like sticking yeah. a lip gloss in the film. Yeah. This is another thing of proving my point of like don't put the sog in. Um... <laughs> I I wasn't sitting in the theater thinking, God, I wish let's do this thing. The song about the mathletes tournament was in it. I mean, and the thing is, is like, right, what people have to realize with musicals, musicals go for like two and a half hours. Yeah, they, there was no way they could have put every single song in there. Musicals go for like so long. Yeah. Putting it into a movie adaption, they were kind of allowing jokes to be made in script. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Like, because Stop, which is one of Damien's numbers, was just all comedy. Mm. It's just telling people to stop. <laughs> like, it's just a funny song, but they were like, we can put this in other elements. Mm. Speaking of Stop, can yeah. I tell you a funny thing that my mum said what? yesterday? We were driving, like, near, like, a shopping centre. Right. It was not busy, um, but she just drove through a stop sign. And they go, mum, like, you just drove through a stop sign. She goes, yeah, but there was no one there. <laughs> No, 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 and no, I was no, like, no. and I was like, that's the point of a stop sign, is is to wait Miss and see Spencer. if if someone if someone else is there. Also, Lindsay Lohan looks so good. Okay, that's we were talking about the mathletes, and I didn't want to interrupt, and then I forgot to, <laughs> and then that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, that was such. I was, I because I was like, okay, I screamed. I didn't so know she'd be long. Here. I don't know how we didn't get that spoiled. I heard something about it because I watched that interview with Renee Rapp because they said. Oh, how are you excited that Lilo was in it? Mm. And I knew Lindsay Lohan was at the premiere. Bear in mind, this was also the interview. They were like, "Are you? Were you happy Lilo was in it?" And Renee Rapp goes, Lilo "And Stitch." <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm realizing, oh, it's because she was in the movie. Yeah, great role as well. Yeah. But she looks so good. She does look good. Like, she has another Netflix movie coming out this year. Bear in mind, last time I saw her was when she tried to kidnap those children on the street. You remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> the last time I saw her. She's like, come to my hotel room and watch movies. And she was like live streaming. <laughs> like, imagine going from her getting punched by a mother on the street because she's trying to kidnap their children to. Hey, she's come back. She's a monthly tournament. She has. She has had a comeback. I was so happy. She had a Christmas movie come out like two years ago. No, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I do remember that now. Um, no, I was so happy to see her. Mm. And she did look great. I see stars is fine. <laughs> like, I love how this is like all this like discourse around the film and then like intermittently it's just you coming back to another song <laughs> yeah well like the thing with like icy stars it's just like it was never like a good closing number i mean a powerful closing number for like a, like a, a musical yeah like it's it was it's just fine like i don't know if they were going to rewrite a song i think stars would have been better mm. to rewrite rather than rewriting It Roars. Here's my discourse with, like, Mean Girls. <laughs> Here's my yeah. discourse. Like, some of the songs, I'm like, they're fine. Like, I skip a lot of songs from the original. Mm-hmm. But the ones that they have are so exceptionally good that they're, like, standouts, like World Burn, Sexy, Someone Gets Hurt, Revenge Party, Apex Predator. Like, they have such standout songs that you kind of, like, forget the others aren't great. Mm. Yeah, I think that's why I have a different approach to it being adapted. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Okay, I think that's all our notes, though. Okay, Yeah, I agree. What's yours on a scale from... Let's do, like, stars. Stars? Hi, sister, stars. What's your star rating? Yeah, let's do out of five. Um but like a three and I like it yeah I was gonna give it a three and a half because and I think people forgetting this as well they weren't aiming for an Oscar no no that it was I don't even think they were aiming for just below an Oscar no they were they <laughs> was just, well the me the original wasn't aiming for that no you know like it's I think people put too much thought into it because of how high the original reputation of Mean Girls is mm-hmm. the original wasn't really striving for anything huge either mm-hmm. like I laughed a good old laugh in that movie at a couple things yeah. some really funny <laughs> no things. way Jose <laughs> yeah sure he is Katie <laughs> <laughs> That's my life goal, to not be touched by a tiger. (laughs) Like, so many good moments that I'm like... And see, I think if the cast wasn't as, like, strong as it was... It'd be very different. It would be very different. Yeah. 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 It'd be very different. But I enjoyed it and I would watch it again, personally. Mm -hmm. Do you know what it did miss? I just remembered. I wish it had the same thing the original had, which is a callback a couple months later what happened to all of them. Because you know how Regina gets into lacrosse? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, would have yeah, loved yeah. to see what that would have like been Kevin G now. and um, Janice. Well, but, but Janice is obviously a lesbian, so like, yeah. forget about Kevin G. But like, Think about how many times people reference the, it's 68 degrees and, and there's, there's a 30%, 30% chance of raining. raining. <laughs> and it's like pouring down. It yeah. needed something like that because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to just end. I wanted to find out what happened to this, like... I agree, I agree. It did, ragtag it did, it group it did. of friends. That would have, like, oomphed it yeah. up a little bit. Do you have a song? <gasps> I do. <laughs> I do. I do. And I am sticking with the a, a musicals. What? A what? Oh, is it from the 2000s? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lady Marmalade. From... Kitchy, <gasps> kitchy, From um, Moulin Rouge. Okay. With Maya, Lil' Kim... Pink, Christina Aguilera. That started beef. Yeah, but it's a fucking bop. It is so good. Beef is, with a bop. It is such a good song. It is. It's timeless too. I'm pretty sure it's made it on my like Spotify most played playlist for like the last three, like four years. I love it. It's so good. Oh, that's a good one. See, I took a different route. Mm-hmm. 
Because I was like, I want to do a song that was in the original. Okay, yeah. Mean Girls. Um, and I went back and forth. There's so many good songs on that soundtrack, mm. first of all. But one that I just keep thinking about, so I need to just get it out there, is God is a DJ by Pink. I did not know that was like a Pink song for the longest time. Okay, so I have a playlist called August 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is when I got Spotify. And I just, I was like, I'm going to make a new playlist every month. I tried that and then too. I, did I, got, I also tried that. I got one month in and it all stuck. Anyway, God is a DJ is on that playlist <laughs> i love that i love god as a jj so it's a my god both song. our songs have pink in them oh my god yeah <gasps> I didn't even clock that i was also thinking like i'm it's not going to be on here but just thought about it i don't know if you remember this but they're kath and kim <laughs> i'm just waiting to see how this is linked no. to <laughs> <laughs> no because my song was gonna be insatiable by an artist i don't remember mm. which was a song that happened it came up a couple episodes of Kath and Kim, but it's not on there anymore because of copyright, which has happened a couple times. Like there were Britney songs in Kath and Kim, but then as the years went on, they cut them out and replaced them with just like non-copyright songs. <laughs> the YouTube like the YouTube like uncopyrighted. Literally, literally, <laughs> literally, it's literally that they did it with like a Chris Lilly show as well. They had Backstreets back, and then I went back and watched Summer Heights High. And it didn't have Backstreet Boys anymore. But there's this song that would play every time Kath and Kel were getting it on. And it was a song like, turn the lights down low, take it off, let me show my love for you, it's insatiable. Can't believe they're taking all the music off TikTok. Not all of it, but like. Vanessa Hutchins is gone. My Vanessa Hutchins TikToks are gone. Sneak a night. Not even sneak a night. It was like track one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ain't gonna bug about you going out last night and with that i think we're done i think we're done i think okay we'll see you next time whenever we record <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye.